Hello and welcome to Resell Queen Chronicles. I am Tiffany Tracy, aka Tiffy T, the Resell Queen. And welcome to another installment of the Resell Queen Chronicles. So this week's theme, we're going to talk about books. And I'm going to talk about books because I get emails all the time in reference to books. That is what people always ask me about because that's what people hear about. And they hear some things and they'll say, I've heard you can make good money with books. I've heard you can do this with books. I heard you can do that with books. But they just don't know where to start. So I want to give that to you today. But first thing I want to do is just give a little reflection about this resale business. So for the past couple weeks, I would say maybe about six weeks or so, my husband has been off of work. He was on short-term disability. He had an injury. And if, if anyone that works a regular job knows that if you get short-term disability, it does, normally doesn't pay 100%. And in the situation with my husband, uh, with my husband's uh, job, he normally works on call. So he doesn't really get a normal paycheck that's just for like 80 hours for two weeks. He always has a paycheck that is full of on-call hours, full of overtime hours. So I'm used to a health, I would say a hefty check normally. And because of him being out of work, the check wasn't the same. <laughs> Let's just say it that way. Um, but I didn't have to fret. What was really nice, uh, one of the things that I love about what we do, that just meant we took a little bit more than normal out of our reselling business. Normally, we try to take that, take what we earn and put that into savings or put it back into the business to keep things going. This time, we were able to pay all of our monthly bills without having the sweat or make a phone call or do a payday loan or any of those horrible things that people have to do when they run run short on money. We were able to pull money out of the business and pay what needs to be paid and get things done. And I'm very blessed to to have that situation. And I would never want someone to ever be put out just because of a injury but I'm glad that we had that we had that there uh, which was a load off of our shoulders you know for me it was just something simple where okay we'll just pull money out of the business account blah 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 and pay the bills but that's not everyone's situation and I'm and I know that so that's why I wanted to it's one of the reasons why I started doing this podcast as well as my YouTube series, just as a way to show people that this is something that you can do with little to no money and you could really have a nice side income. So I'm very thankful for that. Very, very thankful for that. So in doing with the podcast, I'm going to take us on a journey every week. Every week I'm working on having a particular subject matter that pertains to reselling. And then after we do a few different subject matters in 2021, 
I am working on having many different guests come on so if they can talk about different platforms and other things related to the online uh, reseller business. Some people may be talking about understanding your numbers. Someone may be talking about a new platform that's coming out or a new listing tool that's being used. I may, I may also uh, actually talking with someone that helps with finances that can give really good advice so people understand how to work their money, how to set up your business legally, and how you can use that for your benefit when it comes to to your taxes and things like that in the United States. I'm not going to lie. I don't know how taxes work in others in other countries. You may be watching or listening and going, oh, that sounds good. Understand, I'm only having people on from the United States. I know I do have a following in other countries. So I just, if someone is from another country and they want to talk about tax aspects of, of doing a business, feel free to contact me right on my website. Um, you can go to resellqueen.com. Uh, you can always email me at info at resellqueen.com. And we can talk and see and see what your expertise is and bring you on. I'm always willing to bring someone on to talk about anything that has to do with making money and taking care of yourself without having to have anyone else help you financially. So, so before we get into books, I want to talk to you about ShipStation. Selling on eBay gives you a direct access to 170 million active users in nearly 200 countries many of whom buy online exclusively from eBay. There's simply no better way to expand your sales to new markets, extend your selling season, and move excess inventory than with eBay. ShipStation started with eBay, and they couldn't be happier to support your success on their awesome platform. Feel free to click the link on my description to receive a special discount for ShipStation. ShipStation is doing us very well, and... Feel free to use the link that is below to uh, get a nice discount on ShipStation. If you are a person like me who sells on multiple platforms, it is nice to have everything integrated. You don't have to go to this platform and start shipping there. That platform, start shipping there. No, it all comes to one central location, and it's, and you get your discounts just like you would anywhere else. It feeds. It also feeds from Shopify. So if you're one of those people that has their own store, this works great. ShipStation. Again, use the link in the description box. We are moving to talk about books. So why do people always tell people to start with books to, for online selling? Well, the obvious reason is going to be because books are cheap. Books are easy to find. They're needed and wanted all over the world. So it's a great way to start with little to no startup money. So where are places that you can source books? You can always go to libraries. Most libraries are going to have like a clean out sale because they need to make room and make space. Uh, for the new books that are coming in. So check your local listings for things like that. Uh, check your, you know, speak to your library and see when when they have that done, uh, when when that is going to be scheduled. 
every library is going to be completely different with their process of how they do it. So just just know that you may contact one library and they may not be that willing to give up information. And then you may contact another library and they may be very forthcoming. I do find if you have libraries that are either near or in a college setting, those are great to start with. And the reason why is because people have textbooks. Because textbooks is one of those things that I do run to when I am looking to, to resell. So that's just a little quick tip. If you happen to live near a school, not just you know, a four-year university, if you have community college, most community colleges are going to have their own library. Contact them. Find out what their process is with the books that don't sell or their liquidation process. You never know what is available if you don't contact anyone. Just telling you. A lot of times they may, they may have a sale going on. It's probably extended out to the public. So I contact, contact them. You can, this, it's a simple Google search to find the libraries that are in your community or find a library that is associated with a university or another, uh, or another school. Very simple to do. Just a little bit of research on Google and to contact them. Next place you want to look are like your local mom and pop bookstores. So these are going to be stores that maybe have collectible type of books. Uh, so for them, the book itself has such high worth. This the normally the people that are going to be at like these locally owned bookstores are avid readers. They're not just in it for the money. They're in it for the love. And you can contact them and find out what their process is for liquidation and ask them if they have like a book sale going on, uh, you know, to, to really just to uh, make more space because books are printed every day. They may not have space, but they want to sell those items and you can probably let them go really cheap. Uh, fun fact about, I'm going to say it was last year, um, there was a thrift store in my neighborhood. Well, not in my neighborhood, but a couple cities over that was closing down. I saw they were closing and saw all the books they had. They had at the least, I'm going to say 200, probably way more than that, and asked them how much they would be wanting to get rid of all those books if I were to take them cash on hand. They were starting to hem and haul, didn't know the answer. I said $25. They were like sold. So I loaded up my car with these liquor boxes full of books. I, I don't even know how many, I, how many huge liquor boxes full of books I had. I paid $25. After selling two books, I made my money back. Every one of every book that we got that I decided to sell, um, really at that point was all profit. And all I did was pay twenty five dollars and speak up to the owner of the thrift store. Uh, actually, it was the son of the owner, and the father uh, was retiring. So I did the son a favor because. He was going to have to haul all those books out or figure out what to do with them. I, I took them out the store and gave them $25 
that was a win for him. I hope you have this have a similar experience. I really do. That can happen. Next place may sound odd, but believe it or not, <laughs> it's a good place. The dollar store. Yes. Think about when you go to the dollar store. There's normally this big bin full of books. They're only a dollar. But normally when you start looking at the books, you may recognize some of the authors. Well, if you start to scan some of these books, they might have a decent profit margin. It's all according to how much money you want. Some people decide when it comes to books, they want to make over $5. They want to make over $10, $15, whatever works for you and your business. But getting a book for $1, especially there, you can buy multiple of the same book, which is great. Because if it is in demand, then you can keep selling the book, keep selling the book. So another place would be Craigslist. I know that some people may, may not feel comfortable with Craigslist, uh, but Craigslist, especially if you're looking in the free section, a lot of times when it, especially when people are moving or dealing with um, things that they have inherited that they don't want to deal with, you're doing a person a favor by taking all their books. Another uh, idea, and this is one that I actually talk about in my free ebook. Uh, if you click the link, you can order the ebook or you can order it on Amazon. It's $3.99 right now. Is yard sale cleanup. Now, you may say, what the heck is that? So, if you are perusing either your local newspaper or more, more frequently now, Facebook, where they'll have a yard sale group and a person uh, advertises that they have a yard sale. What you, a way to get a good amount, a nice amount of inventory is to offer to clean up the person's yard sale. What that means is at the end of the day, when they have sold all that they're going to sell and they're getting ready to pack it up, they call you and say, we're done. You look over what they have, I would do it very quick, are from $25-$50. Ordinarily, people will say, sold. So you take everything. So they don't have to clean it up. Once again, you are helping another person <laughs> in their situation. And that's doing the yard sale cleanup. Yard, I... I cannot stress enough how yard sale cleanup really, really works. It's a great, great way uh, to do that. So, another place also, uh, and it's going to go into the type of books that um, that I feel work very well when you're selling online. As sometimes some churches may have thrift stores um, as a way to help with um, with you know with the expenses of their church. I find that religious books for me sell very well. I I don't care what religion it is. I don't discriminate against any religions. If there is a religious book, I normally am just going to buy it because 
someone somewhere is going to be interested in that religion and they're going to want that book. I have found that that works very well for me. Religious books, I I take them all. If you have religious books that are like commentary on the Bible, different, uh, there are so many different authors of different commentaries. Um, I find they sell well. They always sell well for me. I don't, I may not even scan them at the time to see where they rank because normally you're going to get a lot of them if you're getting a whole set. I don't even scan them. I just take them all and then I go through them as I process, as I go through my process process with books. Um, and we'll get into that, how that works. So those are the type of, that's one of the type of books that I run to. I, as I said before, I love textbooks, textbooks, uh, right now they're sort of a hit or miss, uh, because schooling now is more online. So some schools are now giving ebook versions of textbooks, but you may find that some people, they need to have that physical paper. So they may go out and buy the textbook version of it, uh, the, the hardcover rather of, of the ebook, because that's the way that, way that they learn. And that's a way that they feel. So I, I would definitely go for textbooks. Um, the other things that are really good sellers are biographies. Uh, normally when there is a biography, it's on an infamous person, whether it be a celebrity or a historic figure. Any biography, I normally just snatch up and pick up. That's another one of those things where I may not even scan it. Um, and I just pick it up if it's offered to me. And another type of book that really does sell well, cookbooks. And you know what? Even cookbooks that are old, I mean, from the 80s, the 70s, you know, back when they told you to put a whole stick of butter in, <laughs> in, the, in the ingredients, people really love those books. They love cookbooks. Those are thing. Those are the types of books that, if I'm going somewhere and I see those things, I quickly go and grab them up because I know that they're going to have some type of resale value. So, as I talked, as I spoke before, you may have heard me say scanning the book. Now, if you're listening to the, listening or watching this, you're probably familiar with the Amazon seller app. The Amazon seller app comes into play with books because that's normally where you want to sell them. Now, some people, when it comes to this, may not understand the BSR rating for a book, and that's the uh, bestseller rating. So what I like to do is look at what, what comes out. I believe he sends it out. I'm going to say either every month or every three months. I don't normally uh, get many things from other resellers because we are all kind of pitching the whole thing. So what I do, I get a sales rank chart and that is from Reezy Resales. Uh, 
as I said, I don't follow a lot of resellers. That's not my thing. Uh, one, because as a content creator, I don't want to subconsciously start talking about the same thing as other people are talking about. Um, not that I'm, I copy anyone, but sometimes, you know, when, when I'm in my own headspace, I don't want someone else interrupting that. So I, unless there's something that they're talking about that, in, that is of interest to me, then I'll watch or follow and things like that. But Reezy resells every, I think, I don't know if it's every, I think it's every month. You can go to his website, which is ReezyResales.com and you can sign up for his monthly sales rank chart. Now, the quick, this is a great chart because I can quickly know with the figures on here what what I'm supposed to do. So just looking at one category, he has books. The total books in that category is over 55 million. So he breaks down where, where you're at 25%, 50%, the top 1%, and the top 5%. So if a bestseller ranking, as it would show on this particular um, chart, is 138,000, I know that that book should be selling quickly. I can't give you a time frame, but I would, if I happen to get a book and when I scan it and it says like 130,000 is the bestseller ranking, I'm getting that book and I'm shipping that book to Amazon. If it's 277,000, if it's in that, I'm still shipping that book and sending it to Amazon. Now, when it gets a little bit higher, is at the top 1%, which is over 500,000. I would still ship that book in. I am always comfortable when it comes to books at the million mark. And you may say, wow, that's very high to, to put, to bank that on. You have to look at how many books are actually in that category. I mean, how many things are in that category? It's over 55 million. So at 1 million, I'm, I'm okay. That tells me it does sell. So that's something that I use when I am uh, sourcing books. So let's say that I start to source a book and I think it has like a decent rating, but it's just not, that may not sell that well. So if that's the case, then there is another thing that I use. I like to use the Book Scouter app. Book Scouter is an app that you can use to scan a book and what it does it will read the barcode and it will show you other websites that will buy the book from you and how much you can make off of it I use that for if there happens to be a book that's the bestseller rating is not something that I'm happy with or comfortable with sending it into Amazon because you have to remember with Amazon you don't want the book well you don't not just books you don't want your products to sit there a long time because Amazon will fee you up when it comes to storage you get that monthly storage and then you get that quarterly or every 
three or six months type of storage bill from them. So you don't want stuff to sit there forever, even though it may have a nice return. So what I do is I will scan the, scan the book on the bookseller app, find the company that is willing to buy it and send it into them. Now, one thing I should caution you with, some of the companies or websites that will buy those books, those are going to, um, they're going to want you to not send in books until you reach a certain dollar amount. So some websites may say up until $50, send in the book or send in the books. So you may have to have several books to go to that one company to ship to in order to get paid. Now, if you're like, you know what, I'm, I'm still not into that. That's not something that I want to do. If you don't want to take those type of risks, you can always put it on another marketplace. Amazon is not the end all be all. So if I happen to have a book that has a horrible bestseller rating, I can see that I could make a few bucks off of it. The first place that I'm going to go, and it may surprise people, is Macari. Yes. And the reason why we do that, and you may say, well, what about eBay? Oh, we will eventually put it on eBay. But the reason why we don't put it on eBay first is because everyone understands you have so many listings that you can do within a month. I'm not going to waste my listings on something that will sit a while before it's before it will sell. I'll cross list it at the end of the month as provided that I have enough going on with my store to to cover those listings because I'm not going to waste my listings on, on things that are just going to sit around. I'm not going to do that. Not on eBay, not with how much you have to pay for the store. So I put on Macari first because I don't have to worry about what the, uh, not being able to list at the end of the month because I put this book on that's probably not going to sell. Well, I should say sell for a while. Not that it's not going to sell, but sell for a while. That's what I do. Every, everyone's concept may be a little bit different, but for me, I don't want to waste my listing on something that's going to sit there. My listings on eBay are stuff that I expect to sell. So that's just my little rant. <laughs> When it when it comes to what I do in terms of books, so kind of just to recap, we want to talk. We talked about where to source your books. We talked about libraries and we talked about college libraries, mom and pop bookstores, the dollar stores, different thrift stores, Craigslist, and yard sale cleanup. I hope this helps you guys with what to do when starting with selling books. Now, you notice I didn't talk about anything that you have to charge or that will be a high dollar amount because I don't believe that you should be paying a lot for books. Now, can you find people that will uh, sell you a pallet full of books? Sure, you will. I'm 100% certain you can find that. 
Now, you want to spend three, four, five hundred dollars on a pallet full of books? Go right ahead. I don't do that. Not saying that you can't make any money because you can. It's all according to where that pallet is coming from. What store is it? Are you getting it from Walmart or Target? Well, if that's the case, then you know you're going to get a whole bunch of romance novels. And you're going to get whatever pop culture book or what was on the bestsellers list or what they want it to be on the bestsellers list. Um, but expect a lot of romance novels. A lot of romance novels. <laughs> I cannot emphasize that enough. If it's coming... If it's coming from one of those places, that's what you should expect. Those books, because of how cheap they are, they're going to go straight to Macari for me. They're not, I'm not sending those into Amazon. But those are just places that you can source. We talked about how to determine where you're going to ship the items into. So if they have a good bestsellers rating on Amazon, it's under a million, ship that sucker to Amazon. Let it sit there and make you some money. If for some reason the bestseller rating is not that great, you can also uh, list it on, on eBay. As I said before, don't want to waste your listings. So you wait, put on Macari first. You're not, you don't have to worry about, oh, I don't have enough listings. Put it on Macari first. Then cross list at the end of the month to, to eBay. Because I don't know how many listings most people have. However, I can tell you in our situation, when you get to the point where you're uh, close to having maybe 10 or 15 listings left at the end of the month and you're looking at the calendar and you're like, oh, I got only I got 15 days left in this month. You start realizing, OK, either I need to up my store or I need to only put things on eBay that I know that's going to sell. So that's just my little two, my little two cents. And don't forget the Book Scouter app. You can go right to Book Scouter, download it. Uh, there probably is a link somewhere. I don't have an affiliate code with them. Um, go, it's free. You don't have to pay for it. I have it right on my cell phone. I actually use that first before I go to Amazon because they'll talk about how much it, it will be on Amazon too. But I use the book, the book, seller, the book Scouter app. And that is a great app to let me know where else the book is in demand. And that's another way of making money uh, when you're dealing with books. All right, guys. So right now I want to talk to you guys really quick about one-stop taxes. One-stop taxes is a virtual tax preparation company. And yes, I happen to own a franchise. If you are looking for a professional tax preparer that will meet with you virtually and allow you to submit your documents virtually, One Stop Taxes is where you want to go. Feel free to contact me on my website, which is ttracy.onestoptaxes.com. There you can request an estimate of what your tax refund will be. If you're like, wow, Tiff. That sounds pretty interesting. I would like to look into owning a franchise too. Well, guess what? You can have your own franchise free. You do not pay anything to one-stop taxes. There is a small fee that the IRS likes to collect when you are getting authorized to do taxes. It's very nominal. 
It's under, I believe it's about $30. Contact me at tiffany.tracy at onestoptaxes.com and I will walk you through the process and you can be on my team. And when you're on my team, that means you get me. And I will help you through the help you through the ropes so that you can make a full year's salary in three to four months. One stop taxes. Ttracy.onestoptaxes.com. Well, guys, this has been another installment of Resell Queen Chronicles. I hope you got something out of this. Uh, feel free to contact me at info at resellqueen.com if you have any questions or you might like to be part of the show uh, or if you have any questions about reselling in general. All right, guys, this has been a great show. I hope to see you later. Bye-bye.